Imagine if each morning when you wake up, you're smiling and looking forward to your day, knowing you are happy even while you're dealing with grief and loss. The Grief and Happiness Podcasts inspires, comforts, and supports you with each new episode. I'm Emily Zerothret, welcoming you to explore with me your life of endless possibilities. Aloha. I am very excited about my guest today, and I'm sure you're just going to love her. Her name is Michelle Blood, and she really was a rock star, which is uh, pretty fabulous. But I think she's even more of a rock star with what she does now than she did when she was on stage with that. So (laughs) welcome, Michelle. I'm so glad that you're here with us today. Thank you, Emily. Yeah, I still um, record and perform, though. I still do. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I, ne- I, ne- I never stop. I mean, the Rolling Stones are still going, so why shouldn't I? I'm like younger than them. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I do I, I do full circle. <laughs> that's so wonderful. I, I think it's great when you're able to, to um, take what you love and be able to use it in a different way and still be able to do both things. So, and I'm sure everybody doesn't know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> let's get to your story so that they will. You have um, used music with intentions, and I just think that that is a brilliant thing to do, and I'm I'm anxious to hear you tell our listeners about that. Well, it's such a unique story. I mean, I've been a singer since I was five or six on TV professionally, and then I had, a you know, many great bands, and then I had a really great band, and we got signed to a great record label, Time Warner. We toured all over the, you know, with Pretenders, NXS, you name it. You know, at one stage, we were so popular that we had we didn't stop gigging for seven years. We just kept touring wow. seven years, and our audiences were always between three to six thousand people. Because in Australia, back in the day, they had huge venues all over the country. Whereas, I mean, when I first came to LA, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the, the, the rock room and this room, and there are all these tiny little spaces that might fit 150 people. I was like. This is such tiny gigs and they've got such such popularity. Went to Johnny Depp's bar and it was like tiny. I'm used to working on really big stages with big audiences. And um, so that was that was sort of eye-opening. But anyway, so I loved what I did. I was the lead singer, main songwriter, and the manager of the band. I got us the record labels, I got us agents, I would find the road crew, you name it. I worked so hard to do what I love to do. Always looked after my voice. We never had to blow out a gig. And then one night, 12-hour drive. Australia's mm. huge. It's as big as America with about this many less, you know, people. It's like back then it was only 18 million people in the whole country. It's about 26 million now. Anyway, so the cities, the main cities are a long way in between, long, long drives. And so we just finished doing a gig in Brisbane and we were driving up to Sydney, which is about a 12, 13-hour drive, and we just finished the gig in Brisbane, packed everything up, had to get to Sydney to do the next gig, and I was in a truck with all the musical equipment, not driving but as a passenger, and what happened was the poor truck driver fell asleep because, you know, we've been driving so long. It was winter and he had the heater on and I was already asleep and he went into a telephone pole. And Hmm. so as the passenger, I was absolutely crushed. My back was fractured. 
my hip bone completely smashed off, my pelvis completely shattered so that all the bone from the pelvis went into all the organs, I had internal bleeding. And so that's the beginning of the story. I hope haven't anyone hasn't lost their wow. breakfast, lunch or dinner. Wow. <laughs> that was the best thing that ever happened to me, Emily. And by the way, Emily is my favourite name because Emily Dix, Dickinson was my favourite author when I was a teenager. But anyway. Um, thank you. <laughs> me too. That's a side, side story. <laughs> and uh, so that horrific thing that happened to me was the best thing that had ever happened to me. A horrific car accident was the best thing because it put me on a different trajectory for my life, my true divine purpose. So over to you. <laughs> oh, I want to know all about that true divine purpose because that that's so wonderful. I've heard from other people that it's not until they realize where they actually are in life. You know, we, we get so busy with whatever it is that we do every day. With, with years, it was big, popular, amazing things. With other people, it's just going to work every day <laughs> or, or something. And we get so used to the routine of what we all, always do that we don't see that there's a bigger picture or there, there's more out there. And it seems to me like your accident just opened up your heart and your world to a whole different vision. Yeah, because what happened was, I, I won't go into, I was in the hospital for months and months and months and months. 17 and a half hour operation, then had to be in tra traction for like two weeks. And anyone who's ever been in traction with a broken back or anything, you know, it's horrific. You know, every time they lift you up every three hours, they've got to lift you up. I just pass out. The pain was so horrific. Mm. So I wasn't depressed because at that stage, the pain was so horrific that I couldn't think of anything. Well, you know, uh, it wasn't until I started healing a little bit and I was told if I ever did walk again, I would never walk again properly. One leg would be probably a little shorter than the other because of the operations and all of this stuff. And so I was like, what am I going to do? I can't do my crazy antics on stage anymore. Yeah. Cartwheels, jumping on top of speakers, all that crazy stuff I did. And so I, I, I just didn't know. So that's when I started getting into real depression because of the fact that I didn't know what was going to happen. But what happened, something miraculous People started bringing in tapes for me to listen to um, on positive thinking, which I'd never thought about, Emily, because I was on fire with what I did. I had strong willpower and I ran everything perfectly. I was so disciplined with my life just to get up on that stage, just to do the next music video. I loved it. It was what I loved to do the most. I knew when I was just three years old that whenever I sang, they'd put me on the kitchen table everyone would start laughing and they were happy. And so I just realised, you know, I just want to keep singing because it makes people happy. Anyway, Napoleon Hill's book, they put the audio version of that on, Think and Grow Rich. Now, how could that change a young female Australian rock singer? How could that change her thinking? Because it was all about male entrepreneurs in the 1920s, Americans. I didn't care about any of the book I was listening to until the chapter came up because it was an audio book where Napoleon Hill had a little boy and his little infant son was born 100% deaf, 100% deaf, and he would go into his little boy's room every night for years and do affirmations, auto-suggestion. You can hear perfectly. You are so loved and you love in return. You've grown up to be a beautiful young man. You're so kind and compassionate. You're very successful and you hear perfectly. By the time he was just 
under five, um, he was able to go to a normal hearing school. He's had 30% of his hearing. And the, all the doctors said that was impossible with what science they knew at the time. They didn't know the science of mind. That's what they didn't know. Anyway, and so it just clicked. Emily, I just knew. You know when you just know something? Mm -hmm. It's not like you just know that's going to work for me. There's something about it that's familiar. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do an affirmation. So an affirmation, a positive statement you say about yourself to yourself, it must be stated in the now. You can't say I will be because the subconscious mind will be like, okay, well, I'll just wait until you are. <laughs> <laughs> when, when is the will? And so I, and it has to be emotionalized, Napoleon Hill said, for it to go into the treasury of your subconscious mind. Now, the fascinating thing about this is he wrote that in the 20s, 1920s. And even when I started teaching this in the early 90s, science hadn't been able to prove that auto-suggestion or affirmations or any of the visualisation or anything actually work. But now the studies that have been done show that everything that I've been teaching for years, that my family used to say, oh, she's just woo-woo. It's just woo-woo stuff. <laughs> but that's Michelle. <laughs> she's just woo-woo, you know, Woodstock. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and so I love now that even if someone doesn't believe it, they can read up on these studies, michelleblood.com. I've got all the studies, John, John Hopkins Hospital, Berkeley. I mean, just so many different places about the, the study of the mind and the study of music and let alone something that I was doing that no one on the planet was doing at the time and I didn't know that. So I went, I am healed. I know I am I love myself. I am my friend. So it had to be a perfect affirmation because not one of those statements was true. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. You just didn't know it yet. <laughs> yeah. So I did it for a couple of weeks and nothing happened. I kept saying it over and over again because I couldn't write it down. I was still on a still, still bed because they couldn't at that stage even give me a mattress or a pillow. So I was just flat on my back. And so then... I gave it up. I said, look, this is rubbish. I can't emotionalise it because the doctors are coming in. I'm, I see and I'm feeling what the pain I'm in. So it's not going to work for me because I can never get it in my subconscious mind. It just keeps being spat out. The doubting mind just said, no, this, that is not the truth. It's BS. And I said, well, I know it's BS, but I want it to be true. <laughs> one day, one miraculous day, the epiphany. Oh, my goodness. The epiphany, Emily. I'm a singer-songwriter. You can't get a song out of your head. Advertising agencies, and I had sung over the years jingles because it was extra money. I never told my band that because that would have been totally uncool. But anyway, <laughs> it bought extra equipment for us. Jingles, you can't get out of your head because advertising agencies know that with music, it goes into your subconscious mind straight away and so does their product. So whenever you hear that jingle or that song, you think of their Toyota or whatever it is. And so I said, I just got to sing it. That's all I got to do. I am healed. I know I am. I love myself. I am my friend. Over and over and over again onto a little cassette player, which I always had because anytime I got a songwriting idea, I knew it would be gone unless I sang it down and remembered it that way, recording it. And so I listened, I had 90 minutes of that, of, of the cassette, and I would get someone to put it on every day. 
And after about two weeks, I started feeling brighter, Emily. I was out of depression. I couldn't believe it. This is going into my subconscious mind. Then I started adding extra things to it. I love myself. I love who I am. The, the eternal light, I was just all these other things I'd been listening to started affecting my consciousness and my mindset started changing. So no one else had done this before. I asked my brother, Stephen, to go out and buy me some affirmation music. And he said, there isn't any. There's no such thing. He said, there's plenty of affirmations. There's this lady called Louise Hay. She's got some affirmations and other people, but no. And so I, I became healed. I went into the recording studio and recorded the first month over 30 songs, 30 affirmation songs, but just for me and my band. I was never intending to sell them or give them to the public. This was just for our consciousness because I said, okay, we're going to do one on success, on persistence, on happiness. So we recorded all of these songs. Journalists came out of the woodwork hearing about, because I'm a well-known singer, hearing about my healing and then promoters because then I was on TV talking about my healing and the affirmation songs and they would get me to sing them on TV and promoters started coming out of the woodwork and they said we want you to tour with Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, Louise Hay, Bob Proctor and I said I don't know who any of those people are because <laughs> <Wow. laughs> it wasn't in my world mm -hmm. you know not, my, not, not even in my periphery was it but I got to meet them all and tour around Australia and every one of them said you have got to go overseas and do this. But Bob Proctor, who left the body last year, I worked with him for years and years. We did so many programs together. I ended up running his business from Kuala Lumpur. Anyway, he and his wife, Linda, just said, oh, look, this is amazing. We love what you're doing. The whole audience is awake and they're all singing along. And Bob said, I could remember every lyric straight away. I am energy magnet to money. He said, it's brilliant. This is what we all teach. But this way it goes. He said, the left brain, the lyrics, the logical, the right brain, the melody goes straight into your subconscious mind. I said, well, I know this. <laughs> so he said, I want you to work all over the world with me. And so what I did, I gave my band six months notice to do the right thing by them. And then I ended up touring nonstop all over the world, different languages I was singing in, huge audiences, big seminars, uh, just and people now globally, millions of people have been listening to it. And we've just released our Magnet to Money app. We've worked on for a year and a half to make it perfect. It's the Magnet to Money affirmation song, which has been downloaded millions of times. It's the most popular song that we've ever done, which was, you know, I think maybe the 10th song I'd ever done for affirmations. And then it was just, it just all took off. And then I started doing visualization and teaching meditation, going deeper and deeper into consciousness into what was happening to me in my life because as far as manifesting everything was manifesting I didn't even have to think what was next because once your oscillation your frequency is in a high vibration you attract everything positive into your life but you have to resonate at that frequency and so with the music all you have to do is listen and it brings up your frequency so fast I mean, I've even got one I did, Dr. Chopra recommended I do one for children, little kids, and I did. And the feedback from that over the years has been phenomenal. Autism has been, they're not completely healed, but they can go out and speak to people. Uh, slow learners, they realised they weren't slow learners. They don't have to go to a slow learner school. They just needed some positivity, some positive music to affirm who they were as little kids. So that's how it all began, and that's why I'm doing what I do now. And 
I still do albums nearly every year or two and I love what I do and, you know, my life is magical and it is my purpose and my mission to relieve any suffering anyone's going through, whether it's lack of money, whatever it is, grief, whatever it is that they're going through to bring them into not just a happy place but a soulful, peaceful place. I, I look at it as like peace and joy combined is an awakening. Mm. That's so fabulous. I, I just <laughs> absolutely love it. I I fully believe in affirmations and I love Louise Hay and, and all the people that you're talking about. And I know these things work. And, and I, I love music. I played flute for from when I was oh. a little kid. And, and I, I really love music. I have lots of professional musicians in my family. And I know there's a power there, and I didn't realize that somebody had tapped into it so perfectly as you have, and that the whole world needs to know you and what you're doing. Well, a lot do. We sell a lot. Yes, of I'm sure they do. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot more people out there that need, need yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I've got students in over 26 countries. Wow, that's fabulous. Yeah, we have huge Zoom events and yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? When you need, when it's required for you to resonate and meet different people, mm -hmm. you know, uh, eternity just makes it happen. Just makes yeah. it happen. They're, because, they're just um, right there. Yeah. When I when I saw what you were doing, I was like, well, this is one of the things that I love to do is assist people. I go really deep into assisting people when their loved ones have left the body, explaining to them what to do with oh. their loved ones' belongings, how what happens when they leave the body because I have gone through that stargate hundreds of times because I had a, a, an awakening, a full Kundalini awakening. I went off the grid for 12 years just mm -hmm. studying meditation with an enlightened teacher wow. because that's all I cared about was finding God. Who's God? What is it? What is this heart glow I'm feeling? I've got to, I've got to, I've, I feel soul sick and yet I'm happy. I've got to find out what it, what it is. And so that's why, I love to teach people because once you go through that stargate over and over again into different dimensions, once you're awakened, you meet amazing beings that teach you things and then you find out, you just get downloaded into what really happens. And I've also been at the bedside of so many people as they've left the body to assist them and I know what is going to happen for them next and how they don't need to be afraid. I'm a actually ordained Buddhist monk as well. I got ordained in... Bhutan, wow. the enlightenment country. So, I mean, I'm really into when I saw you said grief and happiness, I was like, oh, that's something. Maybe I can come on another time and actually go through all of those processes because I think the more teachers or people that know about it, and I'm not talking about going to a piano teacher who can't play a piano. I know what I'm talking about. I've had mm -hmm. the experiences and I think we could really delve deeply into a lot of the, the, the ways the Buddhists do it that really assist the loved ones. And it assists more than anyone, the person who's left the body because they are immortal consciousness. And you can speak to them after they've left the body and assist them to not stay stuck here in any shape or form, no shadows of their self left so that they can be free to go into a much better life the next life. So, and that's actually what really happens. So rather than Groundhog Day, oh, I'm same circumstances, same family, still not rich. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you can just improve people's lives. You, you know, I know when I meet people, 
who may not consciously know who they used to be in a past life, but they are bankers or different people I've met that just, they're they're so happy. It's like they're farting daisies. (laughs) (laughs) They're so happy and they're so high in consciousness. You don't always have to be aware of who you are. I'm going to drop a couple of names here, but Richard Branson, I got to know quite well. And one conversation we had in Chicago together went for over two and a half hours. Talking, I'm talking to him about why he likes to do the risky things and why he's who he is and how he became wealthy. And he was just like, you're talking about me. I'm mesmerized. mesmerized. Keep talking there, love. Because yeah. <laughs> everyone's fascinated, even if they don't admit it to themselves, about mysticism and consciousness and who they really are. It's, it's, it is fascinating. It's you never get bored. <laughs> yes. And so many people when when they're dealing with grief and loss, that's the time when they they're I think most open to see that there is something that they didn't know about before and that they if, when they're open they can learn about, know about. And I 100%. I would love to help you with anything that I could do with you on that cuz I just I know that people need it. Yeah, maybe we could actually like do a program together as a product. Oh, yeah. And that I'll put it on awesome. my web and I'll put it on my website. Well, let's do it. Okay. I'm in. <laughs> You've got the book. We could give it a package with your book and the audio. We can do an audio book together. Yeah, we'll just do it. Okay. I, I really I'm in because I, yeah. I just my whole point with, with what I'm doing, um, I've had two husbands die. After the second one died, I thought, okay, now what do I do? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not looking for somebody else to be with right now. I'm not sure I could handle that one more time. But I want to I wanna do, I need to know my purpose. And it came to me just as clear as day that I'm supposed to be helping people who are dealing with grief and loss and in a positive way that's that's going to help them to be able to have their best life experience. No, I, I want you to have millions and millions and millions of books of your books sold because it's a really such a vital thing for them to know. And there's so many people, no offence, but they're, they're teaching something they don't understand the spirituality of, the depth of it, mm-hmm. and it's really important to understand it. And it's not complicated. Anyone who attempts to make it complicated are trying to sell you something that they don't understand. I always say kiss, keep it simple, simple. and spiritual. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> I love that last S. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, no stupid here, just spirit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Wow. Yes, yeah, well, so, so we'll get together after this. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll just have a conversation together. We'll, I'll get Trevor to set up. I know this, people are listening to this, but you're actually listening to something being created. So that's, mm-hmm. that's a fun thing, and you'll be able to hear it back after we've created it. I'll get Trevor to, for us to organise another Zoom where we'll just discuss what we're going to do and how we're going to do it, and then we'll do it. Yes, that'll be great. I love and creating I, new oh. things that are going to help people. I love it, I love it, I love it. That's so great. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, everybody who's listening to this right now, just think of what you've got to look forward to. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's going to be really fabulous, and I, I can't wait to have it ready for you to be able to experience what an experience you're in for this will be just great wow oh just um i've got over 200 dollars of my best-selling products for your viewers for free oh great i love that free 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 okay you go to michelle blood m-i-c-h-e-l-e b-l-o-o-d.com forward slash grief and happiness 
michellegullard.com forward slash grief and happiness. Um, my best-selling book, The Magic of Affirmation Power, uh, Magnetic Creative Visualization, so that you can have prosperity and start visualizing what it is, doing it in a way that will gives you a, an opportunity to really think. It's not a visualization where, now think of this, now do that, now do this. It's very, very calm. And Bob Proctor and myself, we did this goal setting program, which is really awesome, how to really, really make something happen. And it's got the action song and all these different things. And three of my other best-selling songs that um, people listen to all over the world. And uh, yes, and the practice of meditation video, quite a few. I think there's a few extra things on top of that as well, but you get all that for free. So download it and just experiment. Just see how you feel just listening to the music. All you gotta do is listen. You could be washing up or cleaning your home. You could be visualization as you're going to sleep. Just listen to it really softly. See how you feel when you wake up after listening to that. You'll be feeling like, wow, I see opportunities today. I feel really good. I am going to get that new car. Wow, life is good. I'm going to live in Maui. You do live in Maui. Good job. <laughs> oh, this is so wonderful. And I have um, have show notes that go up with my podcast where wherever you get your podcasts, you can listen to this. And in the show notes, I'll have that. Uh, so you don't have to remember right now exactly what that uh, URL is to be able to click on so that you can easily get that and have all this beautiful gift that Michelle is offering us. It's so fabulous, so generous. You've got to get the Magnet to Money app. It's only for iPhones at the moment, but it is insanely good. We had the best team working together. Um, it's got over 63 affirmations with the music underneath. It's got the Magnet to Money song, notifications, ringtones, for 99 cents a month. Everyone else charges what? 10 bucks, five, six, 10 bucks. A lot. Uh, you know, these positive thinking apps. So it's just been launched. We've worked on it for a year and a half, nearly nonstop with our team, different developers. So magnettomoneyapp.com. Get it. It's going to change your life. It is beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, I can't wait to listen to that. I haven't listened to that <laughs> yet. So I'm going to, I'm downloading it when we're done here. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> so well this oh, I am so excited about our talk today Be yeah. not only because it was a fabulous talk but I see what we're going to do that's going to help so many people it will and, and I'd never and really thought of doing that uh, before I love it when it comes spontaneously you just get downloaded let's do that together I love mm -hmm. this woman I like her energy I like her spirit I like that she's been through something so it's not a piano teacher who doesn't play piano She's actually mm -hmm. experienced real grief. I have too. And it's really amazing and so fascinating to find out what's really going on so that you don't have to be so concerned. People hold on to things too much and they don't realise by the letting go, and I mean material things from their loved ones as well. Don't do that, people. <laughs> Not good. Anyway, we can go into that when we do our audio program but it, it's very important to know what to keep and what not to keep from your loved ones so that you can stay in a place of positivity and that they don't get pulled back to be with you all the time because you want them to go through that stargate completely 100% of their consciousness and into a new life, maybe a different dimension altogether. But there are so many souls waiting to come to this planet to be born. Not everyone is born Cleopatra. <laughs> 
not possible. Oh, <laughs> you know, you go to these people, oh, my past life, oh, yes, you were you were the queen of Sheba. <laughs> it's like, no, you were a butcher. <laughs> you were a plumber. You were a plumber. You were a happy guy, but you were a plumber. What's wrong with that? Nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is just great. I'm, I'm this is very, awesome. Uh, yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm so... I don't want to say overwhelmed because it's not overwhelmed. It's exactly what it's supposed to be and fabulous. Natural. Yeah. It it feels really, really good. Synergy. Red out energy. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) So much, much love to you. I want to thank you so much, Emily, for writing that book. If you haven't got her book yet, get it now. Loving and living through grief. Thank you. Get it, get it. (laughs) And it doesn't have to be that you've already gone through grief, but you... Everyone's going to go through grief at some stage. So you will be prepared with the knowledge and the expertise of what to expect and what to do. That is not a negative. Everyone dies eventually, but you don't die, die. You're in mortal consciousness. But when you're prepared for something, it helps in consciousness. It makes a huge difference because once you've read Emily's book, then you will be prepared and you won't be in such a plummet. You'll know what to expect. It's really important. So... God bless you, Emily. I can't wait to see you you again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All the viewers, go to michellebloodcom grief and happiness magnet to money app.com. You've got to get that. If you want more money, get that. It's all the state of mind. That is what success is. Wow. (laughs) Wonderful. Well. Here we go from here. This is this is so wonderful. I'm so grateful for you and all my listeners, I'm sure, are grateful for you and our conversation that we have here and what we're creating for them that's going to just even open up their lives that much more to have just a beautiful life as, as we all should. And I've often said I'm happier now than I ever have been. And people are surprised. They said, how, how can you be that way with all the loss you've had? And I said, because I learned from everything. And I, I love being happy and I love being able to share that happiness. And I can see being how single what we're doing can do it together. Hmm? Being single helps with happiness. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, make up my own choices and my own you gotta, life. You've got to be, you gotta be irreverent about this stuff. You just have to be <laughs> taking, like Oscar Wilde said, life is too serious to be taken seriously. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All well, right, Diego. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. And to my listeners, just wait to see what we've got in store for you. It's going to be pretty fabulous. And I can't wait to have you come back and, and listen to my next show. It's all going to be good. As they say in the classics, more love, more love. <laughs> <laughs> Aloha. Do you want more comfort, support, and happiness? Join the Grief and Happiness Alliance. Visit my website at lovingandlivingyourwaythroughgrief.com and read my book, Loving and Living Your Way Through Grief. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, review it, and binge on all our episodes on grief and happiness. I can't wait to welcome you back to another episode 